Father of mine. Hello. Dad, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about yourself, son? Oh, fantastic. Happy uh, happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Uh, before we start anything, I want to thank a friend of a man of mine named Sarah. Sent me a beautiful, beautiful card. Wishing me a... Good word, but it was a funny card. Yeah. Wishing me well and all that. I really am grateful to her. What is it? Thank you so much, sir. Can you can you can you read the card to us? Uh, I don't have it right here at hand. Hold on a minute. Joanne says she can get it. Yeah. So how's it going? Oh, it's it's one. She's gone to get the card. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, that's that's very great. Uh, Sarah is one of the sweetest people on the planet. Uh, and, and, you know, she just oh, like, it is awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. She just like everybody here, just, they, they, they just adore you guys. Oh my God. I am so elated. That is something else. Well, here, here's the card. She'll uh-huh. read it to you. Okay. Well, I'm, I'll just read the nice note she wrote in it. It's yeah. a funny card. It's cute. But yeah. It says, thank you for all your fantastic advice. Enjoy you and Joanne so much. Oh. I met you at Jackie's wedding. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> remember God. remember meeting her, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We really appreciate her thoughtfulness. Oh, that is so sweet. All and right. I got a big laugh out of that card. I wish I could find one. I, I got a million people I could send it to at our age. <laughs> Oh, that's that's something. Okay, good deal. Okay, honey, yeah, here's needed. Okay. How's it going for you, son? Oh, it's great. It's a nice sunny day, Dad, and uh, it's oh, beautiful. You know, I mean, here we are on the fifteenth of March. Um, you know, eighty-nine years ago, your mother was was very very pregnant. <laughs> Wow. And then she was probably, you know, screaming at grandpa, who was probably busy throwing Uncle Garo in the river. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I can you imagine what it was like having a baby 89 years ago? I mean, I wonder wonder if grandma had you at a hospital or at home. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have a clue. Yeah, because that was it was a little different then, and and uh, it wasn't like grandma was made out of money. I don't even remember where I was born. Oh well, I mean you wouldn't. I mean you were one day. I mean, nobody ever told me anything oh, yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, obviously, I wouldn't remember. Right. But. Right. Uh, yeah, so you no, no one ever said, hey, boy, you know, Grandma never sat you down and told you the story about the day you were born? No, nothing. Man, that was, uh, that was a different time because, you know, I mean, like you, uh, you have uh, plenty of memories of when I was born and you told me that and, and Joanne told her her lovely daughters the same stories about the day they were born everybody has yeah, this... we remember your birthday was yeah. a lot yeah but nobody told me about my birthday because nobody was we didn't even have any telephones or uh, any pictures or nothing no way that was a different time you know i mean it's really strange to think about sure sure 
Um, okay, so you celebrated a birthday, 89, on Friday, and your younger sister turns 82 on Friday. Yes. Same date. Yes. I mean, Grandma, you know, if you think about it, she had you, and then seven years later, she had your sister. At the same time, she's probably like, oh, this is very traumatic. You know, every <laughs> every time she hears about St. Patrick's Day, she probably starts to get the shakes. Oh my God! I tell you, I have such memories. Now that you you got me going on this thing, uh, my mind does come to life. Going back that many years. Oh, okay. Well, tell me about it. What's on your mind? Uh, the, the one thing that uh, we had. Let's see. One. We had one huge room that had uh, drawn. Pictures, I'm not a, a cloth was hanging, dividing the room in half. One half of it was my mother's uh, private sleeping area. Uh-huh. And the other area was we sat and ate dinners and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, okay. So basically, if... Uh, and if- my sister was born in one room way adjacent to that was just nothing but four walls. Oh my God! So, and and there was a little uh, I don't know what it was, like a crib. Okay, so my sister was in there. So basically, if my if Grandma told you to go to your room, you just basically have to take one step. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it just weird, and then had a window opening toward the street. Oh, okay. So, you know, go to your room, you take one step. Go outside, you go out the window. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man, weird life out there. You know, American life. And what, the, what I was born in, it was like a night and day different. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still very, very... I'm sure anybody even nowadays going from that place to this place, they'd be like, this is unbelievable. Yes, it is what it is. Um, let's see here. Sarah, who sent you the card, says, happy birthday. Oh, that's awesome card. She awesome says, card, she, says uh, she wants to know what your favorite ice cream flavor is. Ice cream? Yeah. Okay, so maybe we can have that, you know? Give you a little insulin in one arm and then a uh, little ice cream, uh, pecan, uh, butter, butter. Pecan on the other hand. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Allison writes, happy birthday, Meathead. You must be doing something right to make it to 89 and still be so active and handsome, she writes. That's very sweet. Well, thank you so much. Bless She's, your heart. Indeed. She says, do you have any healthy living tips for us youngsters? No, not really. I mean, the thought never occurred to me that uh, I could. I have a lot of them. What do you have? <laughs> fortunately for you, I have a lot of them. Uh, oh, yeah. Fortunately yeah. for me, thank, she has a lot of those things. Thank God she has all the healthy living tips because yes. you probably only would have made it to about 45 years old. <laughs> Maybe 30. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. My dad lived long enough, and none of us would be alive. Oh, yeah. Well, he was kind of hyper, but, uh, I mean, I he think. He wasn't hyper. He was a military dude. Oh, okay. I know that. Something about him. I don't remember. I know that you and I are very similar, that we both are very aware that our wives take care of us. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I feel the same way. I married an angel. Oh, yeah. God bless him. You know? Um, okay. Oh, man. Well, uh, hey, Dad, I have a special question from someone that um, you know from many, many years ago. And uh, this person's name is Maria Zaitunian. <laughs> and she, uh, she asks, how does it feel, uh, Rob, to be 89? And then uh, she asks, what is the one thing you regret not doing when you were younger? I actually don't regret anything that I did. Oh, yeah. The reason is I still do the same kind of things. You know, not quite to that category. Yeah. But uh, I lost my lo- my thought. Oh. But uh, I, I just love my life. Yeah, yeah. Do you regret, though, maybe there was a couple isolated things? Like I remember one time we were up north during the drought, and uh, you started shooting off fireworks, and the park ranger was screaming at you. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We kept running away somewhere else, hiding. When he's gone, we do it again. Oh, yeah. He's trying to keep the place from the forest from burning down, and you're shooting Roman candles into the woods. Yes. And that's a, that was definitely a no no. These guys would really oh, yeah. get you. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, let's see. We have a question about birthday traditions from Matt. I think we've covered that before. A lot of people saying happy birthday. That's all good. Now, Dad, are you aware that we're going to have the big corned beef celebration on yes, Friday? Yes, I'm aware of it. Okay. And you're the cook. Oh, no, I'm not the cook. Oh, who's the cook? Uh, well, Mike is the cook. Yes, that is your uh, your beloved son-in-law, Mike. Uh, I don't know about his cooking. No, he's a good cook. Oh, come on. Oh, he's a good cook. Oh, that's that's crazy. Yeah. He's the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. You wait. Yeah, you wait. He is. I had to think about it, you know. Oh, yeah. I I know. I know how it is. Uh, but like you said earlier in the show, I wrote it down. You wrote, hey, the more you talk, my mind comes to life. <laughs> yes. Because this is too early to start thinking what I want to say. No, I got you. That's... That's why I, uh, I I talk to you the way I do because I know after you get warmed up you're gonna be like a <laughs> a fountain of information. Oh my God! Um, Jesse has a question. He says, "My wife and kids they want us to get a second dog," and he says, "I know I'll love the puppy, but I know I will end up providing all the care." So he's worried about having to do all the work. He said, "Should I get the puppy?" Well, I myself was a type of a person that would only want one dog at a time. Uh, it really is. Uh, I mean, if you you want to be comforting <laughs> a dog uh, or educating the dog to become, uh, uh, I mean, listen to you and follow you and whatnot, I think one dog is more than adequate. However, it's a uh, companion for the uh, you know one dog 
as a companion, that's a good thing yeah, too. Well, that's the best. But, but yeah. unfortunately, if you have a male and a female, uh, rest assured that you're going to be having another dog. Oh yeah. Well, unless you get them fixed. Well, yeah. You can do that. So. Uh, I guess the takeaway here is if you get a male and a female, you're going to have a third dog. Yeah, right. And, I, you know, it's funny. The way you describe it, I've never really heard someone um, uh, describe the dynamic of having the dog in the household as having to comfort or educate the dog. Well, yeah, you got to educate the dog. Well, I, I, think, I mean, every time you use the word no, 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 you know, that's got to mean something. That dog's getting an education. Yeah. I'm with so, you. you got to teach him English. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> teach the dog English. That's great. Okay. Very- hey, we came for, uh, yesterday. We were visiting, uh, what were we visiting, Joanne? Joyce, this is a friend of Joanne. Oh, yeah, I know Joyce. friend, really a sweet lady. Uh, She has a dog that I have actually watched that thing grow. It's a tiny little dog. But now that dog is totally blind. Oh, okay. And deaf. So you don't like it when the dog is reaching end of life? Well, no, that's... uh, that, I mean, that's just a human being going blind totally. How does a human feel? The dog feels the same way. Well, yeah, I know. But, but this guy, he walks, uh, boom, onto the wall. Yeah, Walk, yeah. Falls out. Yeah, it's got it. And that's just, uh, and then you don't dare think of, let's put it down. But this dog is so beautiful. Yeah, it's it's tough. That is uh, that is definitely a reality. Yeah, um, you know, I pick him up in my arms. It's, it's not a huge dog. It's a little dog. Yeah, I like yeah. a little dog. That is the one drawback of this. Yeah, You're, but you, uh, you, well, you, you, have, you have a dog. Well, yeah, I have four. In fact, I'm encouraging yeah. Jesse to get. Well, that one used to come and sit on in my chair. Yeah, and, uh, and they, they still love you very much. And I, I, do. I mean, can you believe the dog knowing that he's going to love you? I know that's that's the best part of it. So to me, that always outweighs the ultimate sadness that you will have for a period sure. of time. Sure, I agree, hundred uh, percent. It's still worth it in my eyes. Not everybody feels that way, but so Jesse, I suggest you get like ten dogs. Is what I'm telling you. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you going crazy? Dogs backwards, Did you hear that? What did she say? A dog spells backward means God. Oh, why? It it does. You know, I I I have heard that. I actually have heard that. Um. All right. Let's see. Nick writes. Uh, what's something that shocked the heck out of you? Something you never uh thought you'd see in your life. He says you've seen a lot during your life. Does something it's uh, stick in your brain that's shocked you? Like, oh, my God, what am I looking at right now? Was it maybe the birth of your kids? Was it maybe something in Iran when you, uh, I don't know, when something happened? Or does, does something stand out in your brain as shocking? Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think, honey. I, I really. Um, well, my dad would be one thing. Oh, yeah. He was a little He was a little bit out there. He was a little, uh, little, uh, little strange. Um. Uh, yeah, my dad was. You didn't fool around with him. Yeah, yeah, no, and and, and we've I mean, definitely... even as a little child, uh, that, 
I had the fear. Yeah, we definitely covered that before. But then again, his death really shocked me. Yeah, yeah, that's that. that maybe, maybe, maybe it's best we we uh, not go down that road. You know, because that was no. that was very traumatic for you. Oh, very traumatic. Um, Aram has a question. He says, "Dear Meathead, um, Eric's son-in-law, Jesse." That would be my son-in-law. Um, does not want a new car. He wants to drive the old car until it just, you know, to save money. And Jackie, she's like, no, let's drive a brand new car. Uh, so Justin is trying to be smart. And Jackie says she wants a fancy new car. What do you think is the, uh, because she says this one's going to keep breaking down. And that's and she doesn't know that. But anyway, how do you feel about all that? Well, if she wants a car, is this a family car that she's going to get? Well, they they both have cars, but she um, she wants him to get, get rid of his car, get rid of his old car, and get a new car. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's say if that was you and uh, I bought you a car to drive around and next car will be your baby to do whatever you want to be doing with it. Well, yeah, but you uh, see... I, I'm not going to buy you another car. He um he has a car that's fine. It's older, but it runs fine. It occasionally needs some maintenance. That costs a little bit of money. But she's like, oh, no way. Get rid of that junk thing and then get a nice one. And then I'll drive it. So she basically is trying to make it about her. Well, it really is an individual feeling, father, uh, the child. And it's just, the car isn't your car to do one thing. Yeah, that, that's what we're talking about, her and her husband. Yeah, well, oh, okay. But to get you from one area to another area. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what the purpose of a car is. Yes. So, depending on all the fails and uh, great stuff about it, that's, I don't know. Yeah. I've never had put anything into a car being a fancy well, and this and that. As long yeah. as it's a nice vehicle to get me from an area to another area and doesn't break down or nothing, I'm happy with that's it. That's what, what I've always felt, and I tried to explain that to her, that it's a lot of money every month for a new car. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But uh, I mean, yeah. a new car. Do you know what it costs? Yeah, I know it. I was telling her. I go, you could have. I said to her, I go, if a new car costs, let's say, five hundred bucks a month or or whatever, even if it's four hundred, you know, you over the two or three years, that's a down payment for a house. That's right. Now, does she want you to make the payment? No, uh, no, 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 no. No, no uh, she. The husband buys it. Uh, well, they they since they're married, they would pay for the yeah. car but i mean they're they're a new couple starting now they don't i mean uh well why create the expense a monthly expense when you don't really need it you know i mean live yeah. with, it's it's basically living within your means being frugal with your money right yeah. right it's not a question of frugality it's a question of what else can come up in your family or in your life that's going to require some money now, I think the best thing in my life is if you got a vehicle that's a dependable vehicle and all that, 
So they'll stay with that and put the money in the bank yeah. for better things that's coming up in life. Exactly. That's just a car. I know it. And the thing is, that's a, I always say that. I never do it, but uh, that's that's what you're supposed to do, you know? But it's, sure. it's tough because you want to buy stuff. You know, you, in reality, if you want to think about it, American kids are spoiled all hell. Oh, my God, yes. Compared to what you had, I mean, all you, oh, yeah, yeah. All you had was a, was a curtain for a bedroom. Yeah. Uh, a curtain divided the room in half. Yeah, go to your room and you just, you know, you... And you, you go to the next... Move, move out. Right. Lift or lift or something and get on the other side. She's like, I can still see your feet. Go back further. Oh, God. <laughs> These kids don't know what the hell they they don't yeah. what they've missed. Well, they just missed it. I mean, you know, looking at our life, it, oh my God, yeah. they're gonna be grateful to God they got what they got. Yeah, if you weren't like uh, going uh, uh, two steps into your bedroom, you were getting thrown in a river. Oh wow, you remember that? Oh huh? yeah, I know that story. Oh, do you know how big that river was? It was huge. Oh yeah. And Grandpa was raging like the Hulk, getting ready to throw Uncle Garo into their damn thing. And the water in that river was so powerful, it was taking boulders the size of a car. You're and rolling them around, going to some other part of the world. I don't know where. Right. It's gone, yeah. and then you're over across the street giving the cops silverware. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. My mom did oh, that. whatever. Um, oh, well, yeah, occasionally I carry it out. She's like, all right, the cops need some knives and forks. Get it, Ruben, get over there. <laughs> no, they come to us. They, they right. always came to the house. Um, Chris writes, I uh, I had Eric's uh, meatball recipe over the weekend that Eric makes. They're really good. And he says, and then while I was blending the raw meat, I, I almost had a snack. So he's oh, got yeah, yeah, he's got the raw hamburger and the sausage in one hand yeah. he's making a meatball. He said he thought of you about how you like to eat those like donuts. Oh, I, I would love that. Oh, I, I still would do that. If they let me, I will. I will. So, okay. So you're, you're telling me that if Joanne leaves the room Friday and I give and you... meat out there? Yeah. And, and I give you a nice, delicious plate of uh, uh, ground round. You're gonna dig in like it's a, uh, a bowl full of chips. I won't wait for the plate. I'll be taking a handful of. Yeah, you're gonna eat it like you're bobbing for apples. Yeah, that's uh, great. All right. Uh, that he well, also I haven't done that in years. So right on. He says thanks to you and Joanne for being such a admirable and wonderful couple. I love hearing you on Wednesday morning. Chris writes. So Thanks, that's, Chris. that's so sweet. God bless you. Um, let's see. Nathan writes, and I think this might be our last question. My son's hair is long enough that it's down to his shoulders. What do you think of that? He looks, you know, he's got long hair. Don't call him Mary. So... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mary. Come on in. (laughs) And then he says, he asks if you let your boys have long hair. Oh, I don't think so. No? No. What about Tom Alexander, longtime um, uh, family member slash friend? His hair was down to his back. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, hell, we were judging him, but he turned out to be a great guy. 
Well, that's got nothing to do with it. But a man is a man. Oh, okay. I see. You want to be a woman? Well, then that's another issue. Oh, okay, I got you. It's all about that thing. So... Why do you make yourself, what, you wouldn't be a clown? Yeah, so dudes should not be looking like chicks is what you're saying. No. All right, I got you. All right. Uh, Men, uh, in fact, I'm just writing this down. A man is a man. Uh, You asked, uh, earlier you said it's not a question of frugality. And then uh, more words of wisdom. A car is a car. A car gets you from one area to another. Yeah. You talked about teaching English to the dog. <laughs> and well, of course, that's impossible. Well, know? yeah, but, I know. You were talking about... the dog? Hey, listen to you. Yeah, well, yeah, you were talking about um, uh, educating the dog. Yes. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And then uh, one of the first things you said today, words of wisdom, the more Eric talks, the more my mind comes to life. It does. It's uh, bringing things up. I know. That's why I do it. it it's it's special. So you're just awesome, honey. Well, okay. Here we go. I will be at Stong's house by noon with Woo-hoo. with right. some of this bunch. We can only stay. I have a dry. I have a get out time of three thirty. I have to be out hey, by three thirty. What are you driving there? The big thing? no, sir. No, sir. Driving an automobile. Uh, oh, are you coming with the auto? Uh, with the car, yes, sir. And then, because we can't stay that long just because I've got a commitment in the evening uh, way oh, on see. the other side of the state. So I, I've got a, uh, I've got to do that. Uh, you know, honey, I really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, we can't wait. Are you kidding me? We wouldn't miss it for the world. I mean that. I remember the, one, the last time. What a cooking you did. Well, that awesome. was wonderful. That was the, that was the shish kebab. We're going to do that this summer, but this is the corned beef celebration. Well, that's okay. That's great. That's that's Mike's though. Mike's the one who's in charge of that. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. Well, everyone loves you, and again, happy birthday, and we'll see you in uh, two days. Less All than right. less Audience, than. Audience, thanks ever so much for spending your time with me. And uh, God bless you and your family, and I shall see you hopefully very soon. Not in heaven either. No, no, you're not going to die. <laughs> two days, two days and two hours and 30 minutes. All right. Okay, much love. Goodbye, Joanne. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Okay. See you guys. Bye-bye. And the cats in the cradle and the BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.